Greetings and salutations. This is the Back Daddy Experience. Anyway, <clears throat> so I was watching a show called The Cautious Heroes. The heroes overly cautious, or the heroes overpowered but overly cautious. One side. Um, <laughs> the title is a mouthful. Like, I still can't get over just the title. Anyway, basically. There's this goddess for Starthay, she's only been a goddess like a hundred years. And there's this dude Saya. So Ristarte's job is to like try to save worlds and she summons a hero and the hero's supposed to like save whatever world she sends them to. <clears throat> well anyway, Sai is super cautious, so things always get weird because Saya does some crazy stuff, so I'll just throw an example out there. So, Saya gets there, refuses to really interact with her, and he decides to go work out. And he powers up, but she's thinking he should be strong enough. His stats are like super high, but he goes and powers up. When they go to help the village, he, he checks things out, kills like a lingering demon, decides to go back and work out again. So, after that, Saya battles one of the demon lord lieutenants, because that's who's ruining the world, is the demon lord. And he kills the lieutenant, and then what he does is, <laughs> to be cautious, he incinerates the corpse, the remains, and in doing so, burns the village. Like, he could have just incinerated it once, he incinerated it like 20 times. It's hilarious. <clears throat> the show is like really funny. It's like a satirical take on isekai anime, and isekai is like a type of anime that deals with fantasy uh, for the most part. Magic, goblins, demons, demon lords, elves, those types of things, ogres, etc. So. This show, The Cautious Hero, the hero is overpowered but overly cautious, is hilarious. The last two episodes are meh, meh, but the ten leading up to them um, are excellent. Uh, you see over and over again that Saya is, his level of preparedness is extremely high. He always has like a contingency plan for 99% of things. Usually he let's Ristarte know he's ready because he says he's prepared. So obviously the conclusion is eventually he won't be quite as prepared. But you gotta watch to see that. Anyway, it's a great show. Really enjoy it. Really recommend it. He's hilarious. He's so forthright and honest. It's mean. Like there's a princess who he's helping and she's like a warrior princess. Heiress to the throne of the world's greatest hero. And some of her men get killed, and when they're having a discussion, she's like, oh, you were aware that, you know, the spider demons killed my men, why didn't you do anything? And they get into an argument, and he bops her upside the head, because basically he said, as a leader, you're responsible for these people's lives, why would you go into battle unprepared and allow people to die? when they couldn't even complete their mission objectives because they weren't prepared anyway. Like, 
there's scenes like that. It's comical, but they have some like scenes that are not funny, but that like are somewhat meaningful. Overall, I think you should watch it. My attention span is limited. I watch something to its conclusion and maybe it's good. That's why I said the last two episodes meh because they lagged a little for me. Whereas the other ones were just like very easy to watch. Uh, another show that I'm looking forward to the next season of is, is called That Time I Was Reincarnated as a Slime. One of the reasons I'm really excited about that show is because that show happens to do something I, I never really thought I would see, which was make a slime the coolest character that you've ever seen in the show. Um, the character was just a guy, a hard-working guy who had never had a date, and died at 37 and was reincarnated as a slime. And, you know, when you would think a slime, you, you don't really think it can do anything or be anything, but it's the opposite with this story. Um, in this particular instance, he's reincarnated in this world, and he's in a cave. He eats all these things because he can devour them. He has these different abilities, and he devours like so much magic, he becomes magically powerful. And then he befriends a dragon, the storm dragon Veldora, and then Veldora ends up inhabiting him and. Once he removes Waldor from this cave, there's an imbalance of power, and then he, if you can call him a he, his awareness as his previous incarnation is a he, so he carries that into his current, you know, I'm sorry, identity, <laughs> identity <laughs> as a Rimuru Tempest, and so Rimuru, the slime, uh, goes into this goblin village and the goblins are being attacked by these dire wolves. So he assists the goblins and in so doing ends up killing the leader of the dire wolves and becoming the leader of them by the wolf pack mentality. From there, he also becomes the leader of the goblins. He pairs them up. And in his world, or the new world he's in now, when you name something, you give it a power. It becomes more powerful. So he names all the goblins, and he names the dire wolves. I mean, he only needed to name one, and the pack gets renamed. It's crazy. The world building in this show, and in the story, and in the manga, in general, is seriously intelligent. And the abilities of this slime are unbelievable. I, I was watching the show just thinking, how can someone make a slime the main character of the story and make them just as interesting as a Goku or Vegeta or Ichigo or Naruto or Luffy or any of the main protagonists of shonen anime? And it's been done. It's been done in the form of this show. Um, I mean, Rimuru continues throughout the series to grow more powerful based on the conflicts he's involved with and the ones he resolves. 
Uh, the show is very interesting in how it portrays conflict resolution. It's very interesting in how Rimuru approaches things. He's very laid back but sensible. And he reaches gaps that are disturbing. Like with the dire wolves, he, the new dire wolf leader, Ranga, is obviously under Rimuru. But Ranga's father was the one who launched the attack on Rimuru in the first place. So basically, Rimuru had killed Ranga's father. And yet Ranga did not hate Rimuru because Rimuru brought the dire wolves to the goblins and united them and they started building a city and they had food and they all grew more powerful by being named. So, and he also recognized that the father forced Rimuru into that situation because he couldn't have accomplished anything else otherwise he would have had to have let the dire wolf leader kill him so it's it's complex uh, some of the, the situations that are displayed in this simple looking tale uh, it reminded me of some of the complexities of stories like uh, there's a film an independent film called King of Rwanda uh, that you know you see the, the, the two groups um, who were warring and, and it was kind of a I mean it's a complex situation but basically people were eating together and in a room together and interacting together where there are people in the room who killed family members of other people and yet somehow I mean, I can't even really comprehend it fully. They were able to move past the past and move towards a, a brighter or different future. It's just mind-boggling. There are scenarios where Rimuru ends up in these conflicts and resolves them with people who have tried to kill him, um, People who are destroying things, like what he did with the Orc King. And, you know, the Orc King seemed very evil, but of course you find out that they were, his people were starving, and a demon lord manipulated him, and you're just like, what? Like, there's layers to the stories that you don't often see in a lot of other stories, where it's so multifaceted that the gray area seems to widen and the black and white areas seem to be diminished. It's something that I find fascinating. Um, I've seen the story in both English and Japanese. While I do prefer the Japanese, the English voice acting is pretty good. And the overall story is it's just fascinating because, I mean, you know, you can think of Spider-Man, you can think of Wonder Woman, you can think of, like I said, Goku, Naruto, but a slime? That's mind-boggling to me. I, I'm just, like, extraordinarily impressed with it. I'm a big fan. I definitely think if you got the time and the patience to let the story play out instead of just having a preconceived notion of it, you could actually really enjoy it, so... That's just my opinion. Um, 
I definitely recommend checking out both these shows. Uh, Slime is obviously longer. It's uh, 24 episodes with some original video animations done. And then it's followed by another season which comes in January of next year. Anyway. Um, yeah, I recommend that stuff. So take care. Enjoy life while we can. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll keep listening. I appreciate you very much, especially during these really, really difficult times. Take care.